What's up, world? Got another episode for you today. Uh, we've got Caleb Brown in the studio today with us. What's going on, Caleb? Uh, not much, buddy. How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. What you, what you been into lately? Uh, sure. I ain't seen you in a while. Hanging in there like a hair in a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you look like you're doing good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was uh, getting ready to take a new job at a dealership. Yeah, so yeah. excited about that. Might be able to get a man a deal on a new truck. I ain't put you in one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to the right kind of dealership, too. I like them Dodges. Oh, yeah. I'm all about a Dodge. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, I heard AC in the mix, so that's what got me going. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's all right. Oh, God. There's been a lot going on lately in the world. Crazy times right now with aliens and this uh, AI stuff going on. And uh, uh, I guess you heard me and uh, Beefy did an episode on Chad Dorman, the guy that killed his uh, his three kids and stuff like that. And that guy's he's in a world of hurt when he goes uh, finds his way into prison. Oh, yeah, they, they're going to handle that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot of people don't realize that uh, that's one of the most, the, probably, the it is the worst thing to go to prison for is doing something to a kid. Oh, yeah, like, you know, well, everybody knows my extensive history and yeah. uh, <laughs> facilities. And, uh, you know, that, that, that didn't happen. You didn't you didn't let that guy come back with us. Yeah, you yeah. Know, we, we'd, we'd handle that out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for good measurement, they keep them up front. Mm-hmm. Remember many a time staring at a couple of them as they go by the little window, you know. Yeah, yeah. I just ain't got nothing for nobody like it, man. I don't either. I don't either. You know, and it's the same way for like I work in prison. Everybody knows I work in prison. It's the same way for officers. Oh yeah. You know, they ain't got nothing for them either. You know. To me, that's just like the lowest form. Like you know, take out being a drug addict, a thief, oh, yeah. whatever you can come up with. Yeah. Anybody hurts a youngin or you know beats on a woman, it mm-hmm. ain't got no use for them. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's just a devil. It's got to be nothing but the devil and them people, you know. I just don't think you can fix that. You know what I mean? You like can't. There's no amount of rehabilitation. That's an oxygen thief. They're just taking oxygen. Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. <laughs> oxygen thief. <laughs> uh, we have to plant a tree for him to try to get it back. You know? yeah. <laughs> this thing's built. Yeah, uh, well, there was a. Uh, uh, we was talking a little bit about this before we started uh, recording, but the like serial killers. Oh yeah, I'm huge into serial killers. I I don't know why, <laughs> but I, it's fascinating to, to read about these guys. And uh, uh, see what's his name, Albert Fish. Have you ever heard of Albert Fish? I haven't heard of him, but that's surprising because I have a deep listen interest in this stuff. <laughs> you need to look this guy up. It's hard to read about him because his victims were children. Yeah, that's the reason why I brought up kids. Uh, but uh, we'll t- I'll tell you a little bit about Albert Fish, and then you can go Google him oh, yeah. and stuff. But uh, yeah. He's oh, my, a messed my, up individual. My woman worries about me because I watch like all these documentaries. Yeah, like first yeah. forty-eight. And, yeah, and then forensic files. I know uh-huh. the theme song as it comes on. Oh yeah. yeah. First five minutes, I'm like, yep, the guy put her in the woods. I know where this is going. <laughs> She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I already yeah. seen this one. Well, you know, it is kind of <laughs> weird. Like I've I watch uh, Dateline NBC. I think it is. They tell all these murder stories and stuff like that. And you, I'm sure you're the same way. If you've never heard the story before, you oh, yeah. figure out what's happened before they tell it. Oh yeah, you're like, oh yeah, he killed her in the in the study with the candlestick. <laughs> 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 you kind of know what's going yeah. on. Blew that one out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of my favorite. Uh, I know that sounds funny to say. Favorite serial killers was prob- probably probably. Uh, 
Uh, well, everybody's known uh, Charles Manson. Oh yeah, uh, he's one of my favorite. I would have people think I'm crazy when I say this, but I would have loved to have met that guy. Oh, they say he was off the chain. Oh yeah. Well, it's, what gets me is man is he mentally didn't even have to kill nobody. No, he, he no. Had, he had them. Convinced. He had mind control over them people. And I don't know if you've ever seen this movie. It's called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So it got Brad Pitt in it. Yeah. Yes. And it's yes. so good, good movie. <laughs> but it, I mean, it's it's not accurate at the end. But I'm right. watching it, and then we get to the end, I'm like. What just happened? Well, like, you know, I watched that movie, and I didn't know nothing about it, the plot. I knew it was something about murder. Yeah. Somebody got, somebody gets killed. <laughs> it was pretty much the extent of what I knew about the movie. And uh, I was watching that movie, and all through the movie, I'm like, God, this sounds so familiar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, this sounds yeah. like I know I've, the story. <laughs> I've read everything I think that I uh, there is about Charles Manson. Yeah. And I was like, I've heard this somewhere before, yeah. you know, but I couldn't put it together. But the scene, and I'm sorry, spoiler alert for everybody that hasn't seen this movie, but when the the scene in the movie where he shows up at the gate, yep. you remember that? I'm like, that's freaking Charles Manson. <laughs> I figured it out. That was the scene where I figured it out. What got me is when he goes out to the ranch to yeah. drop that girl off. yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I know the name of that ranch because yeah. I've read so much about her. And I was like, oh my god! And I started putting two and two together, and I'm like, this is it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that was a good movie. Oh man, the whole movie, like Quentin Tarantino, I'm oh, a huge fan. Buddy. Like, He's anything huge. he makes, <laughs> anything. Didn't he? Uh, what's the movie? Death Proof. Oh yeah, yeah. With That's Nicholas a Quentin Cage. Tarantino movie, ain't it? I'm pretty sure it is. It looks like a Quentin it, Tarantino it's got that movie. Point, yeah, it's got that vibe. It's got that to feel it. to it. Uh, Quentin Tarantino. Or no, they didn't got Nicolas Cage. That's uh, uh, Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. Yeah. Kurt Russell. Yeah. I think there's like two or three of them called different things. Or well, I know one of them's called Death Proof something. I like that nobody's got. Yeah, so but you got to be sitting over here to enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Golly. yeah, but yeah, Charles Manson's probably my all-time favorite. <laughs> hey, favorite I, could, I could see killer. that. You know, yeah. I, I could, I could definitely dig that. You yeah. know. So everybody knows my extracurricular past, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I used to get really in depth into these things, uh -huh. and uh, I never heard of John Benet Ramsey. Oh yeah. So yeah. I'm sitting there one night, and you know, you know, the, the girl I'm dating times out of town, so mm -hmm. I got a lot of spare time, <laughs> and uh, I somehow turned on Forensic Files. That was what my TV stayed on. Yeah. And it starts talking about that, and I'm like, <clears throat> okay, this is interesting. Five hours later, I'm sitting there with a notepad. Like, wow. I, I definitely think it was Santa Claus. Uh, like, you know, just <laughs> you're like me. Yeah, you like, analyze yeah. it and stuff and go through like, it. Man, I'd really like to fly out there and try to get in on this. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they let me in, yeah. the, in the evidence room. Show, show up, my hair all messed up, my eyes all bogged up. Yeah, yeah. I think I figured it out, guys. Uh -huh. Hear me out. <laughs> I was just here to tell you all that I have I have uh, solved this murder. <laughs> all points to the milkman. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how y'all didn't figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> I figured this out on my couch, a thousand miles away. Eating Cheetos. <laughs> yeah. On a beanbag. <laughs> Naked. Oh, yeah. Naked and on a beanbag eating Cheetos. Not afraid at all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that's but good stuff. That, that one just kept getting so deep, like it was just the craziest stuff. It was like, crazy. You know, just the directions it headed. I, was, I mean, I was hooked. I was like, man, this yeah. is, and everybody, and like, I'm talking to people. I'm like, man, you heard about that John Bonnet Ramsey thing? Yeah, yeah. Like, dog, it happened in the 90s. Like, where have you been? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I wasn't born in, I was born in the 90s, so yeah, I was little yeah. when it all happened. I didn't mm -hmm. really, you know. But my, my hero is the guy, I don't, I can't remember his name to save my life, but uh, this, this martial arts instructor 
had done something to his child. Yeah. And then left the like or the state or the country, and they found him and brought him back. Old dude sitting at a phone a phone booth, you know, in the airport. Yeah. As they're walking him by, and he turns oh, yeah. around. Yeah. And just takes him out. Yeah. Like, That's it right that there. That guy was uh, uh, he had uh, kidnapped his son. Yeah. And like sexually assaulted him. Yeah. And uh, I think a lot of people probably have seen the video clip of him, the police escorting him. He's handcuffed. Got him walking through that bay of telephones. Yeah. And his dad turns around. He's all, you know, incognito, sitting there holding a phone to his head. And all of a sudden, he turns around and shoots him right right in the side of the head. That guy should have got a key to a city somewhere. He should have. Like, That's it, dad of the century right there. I read, like, I read about him dead. He got away with it. Like, he got off with it. He got, it. And like, a year like, probation. Yes. Like, yeah. it was nice to see the justice system work yeah. in such a swell way. That was awesome. <clears throat> you wouldn't get away with that now. Oh, no. Unfortunately. Oh, no. They'd, uh. It, it, they'd have hung that guy right there oh, for yeah. that. Yeah. You can hear one of the cops in that video ask, yelling, why, why, why'd you do it? And I'm like, why not? Yeah, like, why would you ask that? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's a dumb question. He but, touched my kid. Yeah, cause and effect. Yeah. Stupid yeah. game, stupid prizes. Uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the way that, I always felt about it. I actually, uh, there's a, I found on Google Images, the instant where he pulls the trigger in like a photo, like a cartoon photo i thought about getting that tattooed on me that would be wicked i love it yeah. i love it i'll support I, that all the way yeah i have seriously considered getting that that picture that steel picture tattooed on me it would be awesome yeah that all heroes wear capes man yeah. that dude is a hero oh yeah for sure i'm sure his son will thank him over and over his whole life for doing that. And I bet you, like, you know, any any person that's going to mess with a kid sees that kid and realizes who his dad is. Yeah, ain't yeah. going within 100 yards. Yeah, I ain't going to, don't get around yeah, that. that. Well, X now you right here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, looking looking at, you know, stuff like that, like, I couldn't, I, I couldn't have handled it any different. No. I mean, no. I thought it was beautifully handled. <laughs> it was, couldn't have handled it no better. I mean, it was picture perfect in every way. He knew where he was going to be. He set up <laughs> on them phones, and boom, it couldn't have planned out any better. Uh, yeah, it's it uh, great. <laughs> and I don't know what it is, like, you know, about this, like, you know, these kind of, like, mystery murder type deals that get me involved this month. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's like I worry about myself sometimes to the in-depthness that I watch them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, this is, you know, this can't be healthy, but then again, you know. <laughs> It's like when the Dahmer series came out. Oh man, I was I was totally into that right there. Man, I, I watched that, and again, like people around me probably started to worry because I'm like, man, that's you know, old dude yeah. was uh he was out there, and they're like, mm -hmm. man, you watched way too much of that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. killed it out one night. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I finished the whole series in like two days. <laughs> it was yeah. just, it was so like mind boggling, like the the, the craziness around that it. dude played Jeffrey Dahmer better than Jeffrey Dahmer. Like it he was, was awesome. It was the way he moved his mouth when he talked and stuff like that. It was spot on, accurate. I, I always go back to the neighbor. Like everybody thought she's crazy in the loom. Yeah, they did. And she complained for like ever about him, <laughs> and like, nobody listened to her. <laughs> like you had to think maybe she thought she was going crazy. Like you know, like pork chops. <laughs> What's going on here? I mean, I don't know what kind of pork chops they have up that way, but yeah, yeah. I, I would begin to <laughs> yeah. begin to sweat that one. Yeah, that would be a concern for sure. And they say the guy acted, you know, nervously like it all the time. Like you oh, really? living next door, knowing that was there. Like well, you know, I had never I had seen that guy that played Jeffrey Dahmer and a couple other things. 
uh, he played in he played a superhero in something like The Flash or maybe oh, an X Men yeah. movie. X Men movie. He was a uh, Quicksilver. That's right, Quicksilver. Yep. That's right. And other than that, I hadn't you know known much about him. But I was like, that's the dude that played in the X Men movie. He was couldn't have picked no better person. What was cracking me up was all these people. I was like, I can't believe everybody's supporting this. I'm like, you're watching it too, dog. Like you had to <laughs> yeah, watch you it are. to know what it is. <laughs> yeah, you like, are. Yeah. Like, some yeah. people probably like you. Uh, some people probably worry about me because I am so interested in the serial killer. <laughs> it's crazy. It's just it's so mind but like it's it's wild to watch something like <clears throat> that. You know, to know that was happening and nobody noticed it. Oh yeah, like yeah. You know, I, I noticed a quiet guy at work. I'm gonna give him a piece of candy or something. You never know what that's gonna turn into. <laughs> yeah. Like you never know what the last straw is gonna be. And he's uh-huh. gonna remember that guy that yeah. came in and was nice to him. Like, uh huh. Like, I'm going to slip out, bub. You handle you, bub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never know when somebody's taking notes on you. Oh, yeah. You really don't. I think uh, I, after I finished that Jeffrey Dahmer series, I put a post on Facebook because I kind of like to get under people's skin every now and then. And I was like, wonder what would have happened if somebody would have just cuddled with him and took pictures. <laughs> <laughs> would he have killed him? Yeah, like, I mean, just hugged the guy. Ended a whole series yeah, right there. Yeah, it would have never happened if somebody just cuddled him. <laughs> That's what happens when you don't buy your kid a puppy. You know, yeah, it like, is. Like, yeah. right there is yeah. where it ends. <laughs> but, he, but he gets that one dude, and I'm like, man, he's, how do you. And that makes me like start going back because then I see like these, uh, you know, these women, these guys getting with these women that they haven't never met before. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden their steaks start tasting a little funny. Yeah, and the next thing yeah. you know, they're sick. Uh-huh. So now I've got this playing in my head because that one dude was with him for a while and had uh-huh. no idea what was going on. Yeah, he was. And I'm like, how do you not know that? Yeah. Like, you're going to watch this movie with me. You're right, bud. <laughs> <laughs> this soup tastes a little gamey. Yeah. <laughs> Does this chloroform smell like chloroform to you? <laughs> <laughs> oh man i've always found that stuff interesting I have always i have that uh let's see uh the btk killer oh yeah yeah that dude's awesome i mean i hate to say it that way but as far as serial killer goes he's probably top 10 for me oh yeah yeah, yeah. just the the craziness that was around that yeah. was like to me, it's always like a circus around them, but uh-huh. they somehow stay under the radar. And it's, yeah, they do. To me, that they're blows like, my mind. They're just real good at concealing they're crazy. Yeah. And then <laughs> to me, like, so I always thought, like, Al Capone was probably one of the baddest dudes in my book. Oh, yeah. And people like, was. you know, how do you figure that? And I'm like, man, he built orphanages uh-huh. for kids. Yeah. And then pulled off the Valentine's Day Massacre. Yeah. Like, he carried that much, you know, evil, but, you mm-hmm. know, could turn around and be that much love. Yeah, and, like, that's, that's hard to dude. understand. I mean, how do you do what he did, but then do so much good? Yeah, like, it's that's it's a scary crazy. individual, because yeah. you know, they could flip it like that. Oh, yeah. You go from one extreme to another, you got to be really messed up. Oh, yeah. Like, that's crazy. And then to get him on tax evasion. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. That just yeah. made it, like, ten points cooler. Uh-huh. My book. Yeah. I watched, uh, you know... I was in uh, Brian Gabbard's hotel up here, you know, and uh, he, uh, he'd always get movies on Fridays and Saturday nights, man. Like, yeah. you know, if you got to go somewhere to stay and you, you want to be local, head on up there and get your room. Uh, I'll leave the light on for you. Hospitality, A class. <laughs> really, I, I really mean that. It's a bad part. Like, Brian yeah, yeah. Gabbard's, you know, me and him lived together for about a year is what I tell everybody. Yeah, yeah. They're like, you lived with Brian Gabbard? I'm like, kind of. Kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. And, uh, 
So he uh, he rented that movie for us, you know, the Al Capone, and yeah. uh, it had my favorite actor in it. And I cannot think of his name to save my life. Tom Hardy. Oh, Tom Hardy's awesome. And like they let him go out of prison to try to find his <clears> money. <throat> I'm like, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, the, like the end of his life, he he got syphilis so bad that yeah. they let him go, and he had a bunch of money he had somewhere, and they was just kind of watching him to see what happened. Oh yeah. And uh, he had a he just kind of died out there at the end. You know, just he wow. was going crazy. He was seeing stuff like, you know. I didn't know that. I had never heard that part. But hmm. you see, this this, <clears throat> this guy with such violence, and then you see him, you know, just losing his mind. Yeah, you know, he's fighting with things that ain't there. About drowning wow. in his pond one time. Yeah, I'm out of You know, I think I think carrying that much evil on you eventually drives you crazy. It'd have oh, to. it'd have to. I don't see how it couldn't. You know, I mean, it's untelling what you got going on in your head. When you're you know, that I, violent. I seen a thing the other day. I don't know how true this is. It was on <laughs> Facebook, so take it 50-50. <laughs> yeah. It said, you will meet 16 serial killers in your life and not know it. Really? And I was like. I'd like to have mm. him on the podcast. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if I could interview that guy. Yeah, yeah. I picked up a guy mm. one night, man. I'm driving through. Uh, I was right at the bottom of Big Hill going up by the Pinnacles. And my, you know, my, late, uh-huh. my late hour running, how I used to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I had a big lifted truck, and uh, I seen this guy dragging a duffel bag, and I, I guess that's the way I kind of like made myself feel better. I try to help somebody on the side of the road, yeah, you know, not knowing that I would be that guy someday. Right, right. So this guy jumps in. It's like two thirty in the morning. He's pouring a sweat, and uh, he said, "Man, he said, I think people thought I was dragging a body because his duffel bag strap had broke. Oh, He's just kind of dragging it." <laughs> he said, "I think people thought I was a killer." And we're going up there, and I look over, and I say, man, what's the chances of two killers being in the truck at the same time? Oh. Dude turns pale. He's like, he drop me off at the BP up here, you know? And I'm like, man, I'm going on into Richmond. I don't care. Give you a ride. He's like, nah, dog, I'm good. Yeah, (laughs) I bet he did. Finally, I was like, man, I promise it was just a joke. And I bet that, that's when that pucker effect come, <laughs> comes into play. He, he looked at me, and I realized that he hadn't got the joke. Like, he did, oh, it yeah. definitely sunk in. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, that pro- would be a bad feeling <laughs> yeah. to jump in the truck with somebody your size <laughs> and be like, I'm dead. <laughs> you go over and practice falling down. I'll be here in a minute, though. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Man, that's, that's something else. Uh, I mentioned uh, Albert Fish there a minute ago. Now, I, I, it's kind of stupid and weird that I like to uh, read about such a guy as Albert Fish because I can't handle at all hardly anything to do with children, hurting children and stuff like that. But because I am so into serial killers and stuff, uh, I'm trying to look him up on my phone, folks. Hang on just a second to get the... Yeah, I just pulled him up here. here. And, yeah, uh, they called him the Gray Man, the Wolf of Wisteria. The was Brooklyn Vampire. The Brooklyn Vampire. They had a bunch of nicknames for him. Uh, it was in the 30s, into the 40s, I believe, when he was... He, I, well, I don't want to give that part away yet, but supposedly it killed like over slightly over 200 children this guy and he was a sadist he was a he was a sex fiend he was he was into like really extreme amounts of pain to inflict it on himself too and uh let me let me look this girl up that this his i think it was his last victim Man, that is that's wild, you know. That, you know, and now you get these books like Fifty Shades of Grey, and people yeah, like, yeah. oh my god, you know? oh yeah, they're shocked by that, yeah. you know. And this guy's the the inventor of just horrible, horrible things. It says here, Fish was a sus- suspect in at least five murders during his lifetime. 
then he later confessed to possibly over 200. Uh, oh my God. Uh, one time stated his number of victims was about 100. Okay, I'm wrong. I'm off by 100 or so. However, it is not known whether he was referring to rapes or cannibalism. He ate his victims too. Uh, nor is it known in the statement if the statement was truthful. Fish was apprehended on December 13, 1934. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, his most infamous murder was the murder of Grace Budd. Now, this is a little girl, and I've read all about this story. He was a like a handyman in his where he lived at. He painted houses. He done odd jobs, changed oil for people, you know, just whatever anybody needed done. But he was a master manipulator, this guy. He was smart. Uh, he was old, an older guy. You can see from the pictures there that he was an older guy. They called him the gray man because he just looked jaundiced all the time or something, you know. Oh, yeah. But uh, he <clears throat> uh, set his sights on this little boy at first. And this little boy come from kind of a downtrodden type of family. They didn't have much. They didn't make no money. I can't remember what the boy's parents done. <clears throat> but he somehow or another, I can't remember exactly how this part of it goes, but he got entered. He went to the boy's house. They invited him to their house in the hopes of him giving their son a job at his farm. I think it was. So it was kind of like, Oh, we got to have this guy over. He's being nice to our boy. It'll be some income for the home. Let's go over and just show him a good time. Be super nice to this murderer. So uh, they're in the kitchen, I believe it is, and uh, they're fixing to leave. Albert Fish and this little boy is fixing to get up and head out. <laughs> Never see him again. Well, Grace Bud, I think she's five or six years old, walks through the room, and like a light bulb goes off in Fish's head, and he's like, oh, I want her. You know, I don't want him no more. So he goes from taking the boy with him to work to offering to take Grace Bud to a birthday party. His daughter or granddaughter's birthday party is how he lures the girl out of the home. And they don't want to say no to him because this guy's giving our son a job, you know. <laughs> Nowadays, that's unbelievable to let your child go with a complete stranger. So uh, they let her go. Never see her again, you know. Uh, <clears throat> he carried around uh, uh you know, in the old school TV shows, you got these big leather bags that doctors pack around with their stethoscopes and stuff like that in it, you know, for oh, yeah. making house calls and everything back in the day. He had one of those, but it was filled with his implements of death is what he called them. And uh, it was full, rattling metal and stuff like that. So he takes Grace Bud out. They, she turns around and waves to her mom and dad as they're leaving. And uh, they get on a train, and uh, <clears throat> he's got his bag, his implements of death with him and stuff like that, and him full well knowing what he's got planned, you know. So the train the train stops. They get off. Albert notices <laughs> that he forgot his bag. The little girl, Grace Bud, runs back on the train, gets his bag, and takes it to him. Oh, that is dark. Yes. No, she has no clue what's in the bag. She just knows it's this guy's bag. So she runs without him asking. He don't ask her to. She runs back on the train, gets his bag full of implements of death, and runs it back to him. <clears throat> uh, 
So this is where it kind of gets dark. So for for anybody listening to this and you got kids around, you might want to turn this off or wait till another when they ain't around to listen to this. But uh, he takes her to this house that's like oh, uh, just out in the middle of the woods, run down shack. She's out playing in the yard and he strips down naked in the house. So she runs back in the house and sees him standing there naked and starts screaming. He, uh, I don't know how graphic I want to get on here because it's really bad. Uh, he murders the girl, does some other things to her after she's dead, and then uh, pretty much just dismembers her body and cuts her up, fillets her, and eats her over a period of like a week. You know, you know there wasn't no refrigerator. You know, no, this place was just old boarded up old shack. You know, but uh, the worst part about it is, well, the mo- not the worst part, but the, one of the most demented parts of this whole murder was that after the fact, he writes a letter to Grace Bud's mom and sends it to her and describes word for word what he did to her. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to try to find this letter. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, let the record show. I can't eat a hot dog if I think it's out of date by, like, one uh, day. Oh, yeah. I'm saying, I'm, you this, ask my wife. This I'm very eating people. Yeah. I'm very weird about my food. Uh, in, not, in November of 1934, an anonymous letter was sent to Grace's parents, which ultimately led the police to fish two fish. Miss Bud was illiterate and could not read the letter herself, so she had her son read it to her, the one that he originally was going to kidnap and kill. The unaltered letter, complete with fish's misspellings and grammatical error, reads. Now, this is the actual letter. I'm going to have to censor myself here a little bit. Uh, My dear Miss Bud, in 1894, a friend of mine shipped as a deckhand on the steamer Tacoma, Captain John Davis. They sailed from San Francisco to Hong Kong, China. On arriving there, he and two others went ashore and got drunk. When they returned, the boat was gone. At that time, there was a famine in China. <clears throat> Meat of any kind was from $1 to $3 a pound. So great was the suffering among the, among the very poor that all children under 12 were sold to the butchers to be cut up and sold for food in order to keep others from starving. A boy or girl under 14 years old was not safe in the street. You could go in any shop and ask for steak, chops, or stew meat. <clears throat> uh, part of the naked body of a boy or girl would be brought out and just what you wanted cut from it, cut from it. A boy or girl's behind, which is the sweetest part of the body, and and sold as veal cutlet, brought the highest price. John stayed there, he, and this guy is so stupid, he spelled stayed S-T-A-I-D. <laughs> You're right, that's crazy. Who would do that? <laughs> uh, uh, John stayed there so long he acquired a taste for human flesh. On his return to New York, he stole two boys from from one seven, uh, stole two boys one seven one eleven, took them to his home, stripped them naked, tied them in a closet, then burned everything they had. Several times a day at night, he spanked them, tortured them to make their meat good and tender. Oh my God! Uh, I'm gonna 
let's say get to the gist of it here because it's a pretty long weather uh uh june the 3rd 1928 i called on you at 406 west 15th street brought you pot cheese strawberries we had lunch grace sat in my lap and kissed me i made up my mind to eat her on the pretense of taking her to a party you said yes she could go i took her to an empty house in westchester i had already picked out when we got there i told her to remain outside she picked wildflowers i went upstairs and stripped all my clothes off <clears throat> i knew if i did not i would get her blood on them oh my uh, when all was ready, I went to the window and called her. Then I hid in a closet until she was in the room. When she saw me all naked, she began to cry and tried to run downstairs. I grabbed her, and she said she would tell her mama. First, I stripped her naked. How did she? How she did kick, bite, and scratch. I choked her to death, then cut her in small pieces so I could take my meat to my rooms. Cook and eat it. How sweet and tender her little was roasted in the oven it took me nine days to eat her entire body i did not have sex with her though i could have could could have had i wished she had i wished she died a virgin that's the letter that he sent to that little girl's mommy so <clears throat> so i would have made it my point to kidnap this dude and put him in my basement yeah, yeah. Which I'd have kept him alive oh, yeah. his entirety of his life. Absolutely. But it would have been a really, really rough life. Yeah. He would have begged me to kill him. Oh, yeah. Like, it would have been, like, part of my day, like, breaking eggs. Yeah. Go whoop him for a while. <laughs> come back up. I would make time. Mow the yard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go back down. Whoop him for yeah. a while. Have a conversation. <laughs> I guess it's got time to go beat yeah. old Albert Fish for a while. <laughs> yeah. It's about yeah. that time. He's probably getting lonely. Death <laughs> is too good for people like it. I it's just, too quick. Yeah. To me, that's, you know, it's. That's easy out. Yeah. They ended up catching the guy. That uh, that letter actually got him caught. They tracked it to a Western Union where he mailed it. Uh, something happened. His son, who lived in another state, sent him money every month or however often, and he would go to that same uh, Western Union to pick up his money. They found out about this and set up a sting back in the 30s to be there when he came to pick up his money. Cop come in. He was sitting there reading the newspaper, smoking a pipe, and uh, walked over to him, and he just gave up. No fight. No, or no, I think he actually tried to stab the police officer or something like that, but uh, <clears throat> he was a real, real messed up individual. He would pay his – he would not pay, but he would get his children to whip him with a paddle with nails uh, driven into it. When they uh, arrested him – I didn't even think they had x-rays back then, but apparently they did because they'd done an x-ray on him and he had like 30-some needles lodged up in his taint, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Mm. <laughs> and I, just walking around. I bet he had a soft seat at home, you know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Might have had him a, a good pillow. <laughs> one of them pack-around donuts. <laughs> <clears throat> Man, like it's, you know, and then you look at like these these psych wards back in the 30s for people like that. Uh -huh. Well, he stayed out of it. And it's, you know, there was a guy that lived next door. It was like, man, that guy next door is a little weird, but you know, he's yeah, all right guy. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Now you say that you're really interested in in uh, serial killers and stuff like that. Do you think it would be cool to work in a psych ward? I do. 
So I would. That would be such an interesting job to me. I feel like it would be because if I got to meet <clears> these people, you know, try to pick the brain apart a little bit, yeah, yeah. talk to them. Uh huh. Because you know, I, I look at some of these interviews, and I know this. You know, somebody's gonna be calling me and checking on me after this. <laughs> but you know, they were probably normal until something just made them snap. And I'm well, like, yeah. you know, man, that, you know, yeah. I could see that happening. A, oh, a good yeah. example. And I know it's just a movie, but the Joker, the, yeah, the one yeah. that came out. What? He just mentally breaks down mm-hmm. the walking phoenix and i'm like you know we, i could see that well enough, yeah enough pressure from the job you know oh, bills yeah. and everything that's <laughs> the scary thing about it though oh, anybody yeah. you the everybody's got a breaking point oh yeah it's just yeah. to what you know if you get to that point or not and and you look at these people and like you know their neighbors are like oh he was a nice guy you know Quiet. stuff like that you know never <laughs> bothered nobody you know imagine if he brought you a potluck <clears throat> over and you didn't know that and you ate uh-huh. that stew I wouldn't tell a soul he <laughs> 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 ever come over Mm-mm, never saw oh, the guy oh, great who guy. you talking about <laughs> it's like man I had this neighbor and I'm pretty sure he might have been a murderer but he oh, was yeah. a really nice guy <laughs> like and I was very antisocial when I was on drugs yeah, yeah. so he was my favorite person mm-hmm. and, you know my ex would be like you know uh you know, does he ever say anything to you? I said, no, and I love it. I said, he's my best friend. Yeah. I said, we very rarely talk. <laughs> said, you, know, that, you know, I'm like Ron Swanson. We still never talk sometimes, and I still like that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you look at people like that, and, like, you know, you think you cross paths with 16 people in a lifetime. Uh-huh. And I start thinking back, and I'm like, I think I can point out about eight of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I had never heard that 16 people thing. That's interesting. Well, I'd heard that, and I was like, man. <clears throat> yeah, and I wonder if it's, you know, <laughs> it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, if you don't know who the, the noxious person is in the room, it's probably you. Yeah. If you don't know 16 murderers, you should probably talk to somebody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's interesting as heck. There's probably some people that think I'm one of their 16. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Madison style crossing names <laughs> off the yeah, lipstick yeah. at night. <laughs> Glad yeah. I called that guy. <laughs> there, I mean, I do know, I ain't going to say their name, obviously, but I know one that would I could see having a list. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And, there's, you know, I've been trying to work on these amends, and I've been going back, you know, because yeah. there's a lot of people, you know. Yeah. And, uh, I think, you know, the people that would snap like that are the people that like me. It's the normal people probably want to take yeah, me down. It is. <laughs> it is. You know, you think about, well, you know, there is, like I said, and like we both said, there's a breaking point to everybody. Oh, yeah. You can only take so much. And then you've got a guy like Chad Dorman, that killed his children just from what I've read out of spite to yeah. piss his wife off. You know, uh, that guy right there, man, whew, I would give him, I would, I, I'd do whatever I had to do to keep that guy alive one more day so I could take out my anger on him. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't know. I mean, there's obviously evil in the guy, uh, unprecedented amount of evil in that guy. But then I believe you've got that type of murderer. And then you've got like the Joker type people that's yeah. got so much going on in their head, they just kind of snap, freak out. And you know, uh, you know, I, I don't <clears> think it's the same with people who do something to children, but the people, you know, that finally snap and like, you know, take out of office. Yeah. That guy was probably the nicest guy, you know, getting pushed around, some books shoved out of his hands. Like, oh, yeah. It's a guy you watch for. That's a dangerous dude. Yeah, man. Have you ever seen the movie Falling Down? I have not. Uh, it's not. Uh, Michael Douglas plays in this movie. It's an older movie. I so can see this happening to me. If you ain't, like you said, you ain't seen the movie, you need to watch the movie. Look it up. It's called Falling Down. Michael Douglas, the movie starts out, I won't say too much because you ain't seen it. It's a super good movie. 
he uh, is sitting in traffic. And anybody that's seen this movie is going to be like, oh, that's an awesome movie. He's sitting in traffic and in some big city or whatever. Horns are blowing. Kids are making faces at him through the car windows. There's there's construction going on on the road, and there's just all this noise in his head. Yeah. And you can see him start wigging out really bad. And then all of a sudden, he just freaks out, gets out of his car, and walks off, leaves his car in traffic, just sitting there. And he just goes on a tirade of just killing people and robbing and tearing up stores and stuff like that. And I'm like, I can see that. <laughs> there's a there's a movie and it's got a uh, what is his name? It's called like a, he gets road rage one day and just bloops. Oh yeah. And uh, I want to say it's Kurt Russell. Yeah. He might be playing in it. Uh, but either way, like he uh he he just breaks down one day. This girl cuts him off and beeps her horn at him. And, like, he was a construction worker, normal guy. Again, yeah. I watched this at Brian Gabbard's Hotel. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> a lot of movies I learned yeah, there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, it just flipped. This guy just flips. Like, he was just a normal guy. Yeah. And it was just the, the icing on the cake. He just mm-hmm. snaps. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, after living in Lexington for a long time, yeah, I can kind of see it. Yeah, that's <laughs> the thing about it. It's not out of the realm of possibility for people. Like I've, I've worked <laughs> probably 10 hours that day. I'm hot fat already in case you know, nobody knows you know and it, it you know i probably had about five bolts break off on a machine i'm working on oh man it, if you ain't got time to fight me don't beep at me that's my yeah. strategy right, <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh yeah. you know you get these college kids man they just play yogurt and i mean you know i could see somebody being under enough pressure just to crack oh yeah yeah and that's all it takes is a small push yeah that, just direction. a nudge at certain points all it takes is just touch me yeah that's all you got to do and, and i like like the jeffrey Dahmer thing like you know if you notice you know I'm a recovering, you know, addict, so I, right. I see this stuff. Yeah. And all the weird stuff he was doing, I was like, that's definitely an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you definitely need a day yeah. Because, you know, it shows him drinking through the whole thing. Yeah, he like, does. That was a symptom. And uh-huh. I'm like, man. I was like, yeah. you know, if somebody just sponsored that guy, you know, might turn that whole thing around. <laughs> we could have just yeah. got him in the shepherd's house, yeah. man. We could have probably worked yeah, with him. Yeah, they could have they uh, turned it all around for the guy. Where's all the guys going? We don't know. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> There's kind of disappearing. Can't or keep a roommate with this guy. Steaks <laughs> <laughs> tonight, man. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy, man. There's, uh, I mean, yeah. I, I have, I don't, I mean, I don't obviously know what it's like to actually, well, no, I can't even say that. I was about to say, I don't know what it's like to flip out because I've flipped out before <laughs> and I've really envisioned putting my hands on people because oh, yeah. road rage is uh, it's a real thing for me oh, yeah. and uh i've got a pretty bad temper anyway so i mean I, I ain't gonna say it on here because i just don't want to but i have wanted to just beat people's brains out especially on the road oh, because yeah. nobody can nobody's better driver than me oh, you yeah. know, obviously How nobody's better you driver than you in front of me yeah <laughs> do you know who i am <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, God, don't you know that I will ram my yeah. truck in your car? <laughs> I will help you buy a Kia Sportage. <laughs> I will introduce you to it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I can I can definitely see, though, people just having the opportunity to freak out real easy. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I just, you know, because I know, you know, I've, since getting sober, you know, uh, you know I'm, I'm three years into this thing, and I'm still, yeah. you know, like it. It don't I never know when it's going to take off on and then you know a lot of people always looked at me because you know I was always fighting or you know angry yeah you know like, man how do you get to that point I'm like man I'm like the Hulk I'm mad right now you take me to Walt yeah, Disney yeah. World I'm pissed uh-huh. but 
hey, I can just pull it out. You know? right, and, right. Uh, I've kind of backed it up a little bit, but it still it gets out of hand a little bit, and then I have to kind of reel it back in. Yeah, now that's a really good way of putting that. Like you're angry all the time. Oh yeah, like the Hulk. That's when he when he turns something. around, he's like, I'm mad all the time, and turns in the Hulk. I'm yeah, like, I felt that. Mm-hmm. Like, I can, that's a really good way of putting that. <laughs> like it's just, I don't know. I know there's ha- people that's happy all the time, and I'm oh, so yeah. jealous of those people. And like just me and you sitting here, we've laughed and talked and stuff oh, like yeah. that. But I know. <clears throat> that you're probably the same way I am. It just takes one little thing to set me off oh, because yeah. I am kind of pissed off all the time. Yeah. You know, not, uh, you know, granted, I haven't been through the things that you've been through and stuff like that. So I can't even imagine how, how you feel all the time, but I can, that's a really interesting way of putting it. I'm pissed all the time. It's just to the extent of how mad I am. And, it, and it's one thing, like, I, I never really know what's going to be that last final straw, so I'm always trying to keep it back a notch. Kind of scary, ain't it? Yeah, like, it's, uh, you got to keep it tame, you know? It's, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I got a tattoo on my arm that says, God Help the Beast of Me by Johnny Cash. And oh, I don't yeah. know if you've ever heard that song. I have. But he talks about, you know, always packing that around, and he never knew what was uh-huh. going to come out of him. And, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's a thing. I don't know if it's an anger thing or a temper tantrum deal or what. But a temper tantrum to me is more like a spoiled person does. Yeah, I'm yeah. just a rolling. Just and it, it's gotten a lot better. My quality of life has helped pick that up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, you know, I, I, I've carried a lot of anger for a long time. Yeah, you know, seeing these people snap, I don't know if it's an anger thing in them or if it's just <clears> a, a checkout for like you know somebody's bullied them to that point. To if you ever look back at some of these serial killers, yeah. There was probably somebody negative in their life at some point. Oh, yeah, more often than not, I'd say. And uh, I feel like that, you know, that, that's why when you see somebody having a bad day and you, you go, you know, that a boy, <laughs> you yeah. not just be saving your own skin. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, we'd like to remind you that the What's Up World podcast is sponsored by Paul and LaData Hunter, owners and operators of Whistle Stop Express and Livingstone Outreach Incorporated. Whistle Stop is located in Sand Gap, Kentucky. They sell gas, diesel, propane exchange tanks, and they carry a wide variety of automotive products. Pride dog food, several different types of livestock feed, including chicken, horse, goat, cattle, shelled and cracked corn, and more. Pick up your postage stamps while you're there, too. Their breakfast menu is served fresh every morning starting at 5 a.m., Monday through Friday, and 7 a.m. on the weekends. They close at 9 nightly. They offer the best quality deli meat sliced fresh to order. The phone number is 606-965-7613. Adjacent to Whistle Stop is Livingstone Outreach, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that focuses on meeting the needs of the community by providing clothing, food, hygiene products, etc. They are continually working to help others through youth programs and community projects. If you want to donate, call them at 859-582-3445 or stop by on your way through. But yeah, uh, there's a, there's a, I don't even remember what we was talking about. Hell, I just listened to it and I'm drawing a blank here. <laughs> uh, the rage inside of people is a real thing. It's just whether or not you can control it or not. Oh yeah, and uh, sometimes I feel like I can't. There's times you know it's, it's hit me, and I'm like, yeah. you, know, you know, guy with the record can't really afford to lose it much. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it. I think it's. 
I think it's as a society, mm. like with this movement we've made, that yeah. we always feel like we're on pins and needles with everything. Oh, yeah. And that's, I think that's... the pressure of that <clears throat> kind of pushes people into, like, you know, just snapping. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, you look at some people and you're like, you know, that whole situation, you know, whatever it may be, we're like, you know, what what got them there? Mm-hmm. We, we forget, you know, uh, you know, just what we've done, you know, our part into that. Yeah. And I ain't saying, you know, we, we should tiptoe around everybody's feelings. No, no. Anybody that knows me knows that oh, I yeah. will hurt your I feelings. Don't, yeah, I'll <laughs> hurt your feelings in it real quick. <laughs> but there's a, there's a difference in I know – like a bully is probably going to make them snap quicker than somebody was just honest with them. Right, right, right. Yeah, because, you know, like to me, I never was a bully. I just, mm-hmm. you know, if I yelled at you at some point in life, yeah. anybody listening to this, I just know I'd do it again. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I had well, a reason I mean, at that point. <laughs> that's why, that's the type of people that I get along with the best. Now, uh, a lot of people listen to this and a lot of people know me probably, I hate my guts, probably don't like me at all. <laughs> but I really... And it's because I'm very blunt and forward and direct with people. I don't believe in sugarcoating nothing with nobody. If I don't like you, you'll be the first one to know it. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, that's just the way I am. And I used to not always be that way. You know, I used to kind of, like you said, tiptoe around people and try not to hurt people's feelings. And it's not that I try to hurt people's feelings now. It's just I don't lie to people yeah you know i don't think that that's the the right way to be if i like you and consider you a friend i'm the best friend you'll ever have but do me wrong i'll never speak to you again oh yeah yeah i I, that's just the way i am but i I think a lot of people is just so used to having everything catered to them with their feelings and stuff like that that they're not used to people that are direct like you and me probably are and a lot of other people you know it's like I look at these buses in Lexington. Mm-hmm. They have if you if you ever get next to a Lexington bus, it says safe place on it. And I'm like, safe place? Yeah, and I'm like, what what's the deal with that? So I Google it. Yeah. And it's like, you know, <clears> if you're getting bullied or, you know, something, you can get on that bus and they're gonna make it stop. I'm like, really? where have we come in the world that wow. the bus has to be a safe place? <laughs> like, yeah. I wouldn't think that's very safe. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah. I, man, I remember my bus driver in school, you can get crap beat out of you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, this bus oh. driver just don't care. <laughs> like, when I think of a bus, I think of fighting. Yeah, like, I, really I think do. I'm being trapped in an encounter <laughs> yeah. space where I can't get away. Yeah. Like, I'm going to have to fight. This is not going to be a safe place for yeah. anybody on this bus. Every time I see a Greyhound or something, I think of Keanu Reeves. Yeah. And speed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is going to blow up. Yeah, like, this ain't going to be good for nobody, you know? <laughs> It's like I'm going to have to save everybody on this bus. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's weird what people go through. I know that, uh, you know, having yeah, the dealings with people in my teens up to now has really made me the way I am now. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, like I, like going back to these serial killers, man, <clears throat> I, like I look at this stuff and I'm like, what was the guy that made it? And you always know the one, if, yeah. if you look in there, there's one person that was the final straw. Mm-hmm. Always was a bully, was. yeah. You know, and uh, but when it comes to like these, these serial killers for children, they were just messed up from the get go. Oh yeah, like that, that yeah. package was damaged from shipping. Yeah, it like, was. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that dog was sick with parvo long before yeah, you arrived yeah. on scene, and the yeah. only way to fix it now is to send it on. But what do you think? Like for somebody that is a pedophile, what do you think? is or 
I mean, I know that God didn't put that in that person. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, do you think it's just the devil, the pure evil that's just born along with that person or just meant to be that type of devil or what? I I believe that that, that's a a darkness that was put in them, and it it could have been from trauma back then. But that's just one of those things that I can't be like, you know, they yell uncle, you know, and I'd be like, well, it's fine then. I still can't accept it, you know what I mean? Because I look at people like, uh, you know, I think of somebody in mind that if they had any personality or, you know, something to cause them to be evil growing, you know, older, yeah. they, they had that right and they didn't take it. Yeah. You know, and then, uh, you know, cause I'm, the person I'm thinking of is somebody very dear to me right? and they were beat and, and mistreated mm-hmm. as a child and turned out to be a social worker. Oh, hint, okay. Hint, hint. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. so I look at that and, you know, and my mom can turn out to be the person she is from what she came up as, right. you know, I feel like that's not, a good acceptable answer to say, well, that, the raisin was the problem. That's yeah. Cause your mom, your, I love her death. You would never know that she lived, you know, and like Christmas time, man, like for example, like, you know, she wasn't allowed to have Christmas. Now we have seven Christmas trees. Like she's yeah. making up for it in a whole yeah. way. Yeah. And, uh, it just goes to show you can make up for that stuff in a good way. You can. And, uh, so when they look at people and they're like, ah, oh, you know, they're up. Ah, hell no. I ain't taking that. Yeah, Yeah, it's kind of a cop-out, I feel like. I do, too. I really do, because you don't have to be a product of your raising. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't have to let your past predict your future. And, like, like these these murders, like, in the 19th, if you notice, they were darker. I don't know what it is about the 30s, 40s, and 50s. They always just, Mm -hmm. uh, there's something about that time frame. It was just a dark time. Yeah, it was. I think of it gray and raining all the time. Yeah, that's 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 what I think of. (laughs) Just sad puppy dogs and, you know, orphans everywhere. People walk around with umbrellas. (laughs) I hate life. (laughs) And I I look at that time frame, but it's, that time frame interests me so much because we we watch and I think technology is cut down on like you get these like online predators now yeah you know like uh, what's that guy uh, uh, where they walk in the room and he, he walks oh my out god the uh, yeah Dateline NBC yeah uh, uh, what's his name God that's gonna that's gonna drive me I might look it up <laughs> but, but you're looking, you know that'll that, bother me dude walks Chris Hansen Chris that's Hansen his name that's I just it. thought of it. And, uh, you know, you got Chris Hansen out there, and it's always online stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I guess back in the 30s, 40s, you know, I naturally, we didn't have that stuff. But, right. You know, we see a darker human yeah. back Well, then. you had your Albert Fishes back yeah. then. And, you know, like Jack the Ripper, stuff <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, uh, and uh, it was more of a sport for them. If, yeah. you, if you look at it, like it's just like a, a hunter or something. Mm-hmm. Like they, they stalked them. They, you know, went through these great lengths of stories they gave about, yeah. you know, like, but it, how trusting were those people? That's that's what amazes me. Like the mom being like, "Oh yeah. yeah, take her to a birthday yeah, party." Yeah, go on. If somebody come to my house, like I'm gonna take her young and to a hey, birthday. No, no, uh, no. get no. out of my house, yeah. freak! <laughs> like you're, you're going to end up in the basement. Like, you know, like you're gonna turn me into a serial uh-huh. killer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, that's a uh, man. That's crazy because uh, you just never know what anybody's gonna take. And what you said, you know, a product. A product of your raising. I don't believe that. I kind of do think that, let's say you got a man and a woman, just any husband and wife. I feel like that even before uh, the man and woman, like what's it, conception of a child, Yeah. I believe that that can affect a person even before conception. 
Oh, yeah. A baby. I feel like it can affect the baby before it's ever conceived. Uh, I believe that a violent home or something like that, you know, definitely has an effect on a, on a yeah. child and its upbringing and stuff like that. I'm not saying it don't, but I just don't feel like that, well, I, ha- I was raised in a violent home, so I'm, it's, I'm obviously going to be a violent person. Yeah. I don't think that's, like I said, I think that's kind of a cop-out. I don't think that you have to do anything because you was raised a certain way or be a certain way because of the way you was raised. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> and I, I think, you know, hearing the stories of what my mom went through is why I am the way I am about somebody hitting a woman or a youngin in front of me. Oh, you yeah. You know, like, I will yeah. lose my mind. Yeah. you're going to get hit. Like, I'm going back to Brian Gabbard's hotel <laughs> yeah. with a smile on my face and love in my heart after uh-huh. I clawed your eyes out. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there was uh, – I, I have been a part of a situation like that before years and years ago. I wasn't even – me and Patsy wasn't even married. And I was people watching in my truck at Walmart. I was with a, I was with somebody. I was a girlfriend or something there, and she had ran in Walmart, and it was – I can't remember what happened, but this guy ended up punching this woman right dead in the face. And I'm like, did that just really happen? You're like, <laughs> you know? real life right now. Yeah. I'm like, God almighty, I can't believe this. It happened right in front of me. So I got out and punched the guy square in the nose and knocked him flat out. And uh, I told the, the lady, I said, uh, call the police, you know. My phone was dead is the reason why I didn't call. It was one of them little flip phones. This is how, <laughs> how far back it was. And she called the police, and they showed up, and I'm like, he hit her. I hit him. <laughs> there he lays. Take him to jail. And they tell him jail didn't do anything to me, but, yeah, you can't hit a woman in front of me. I'll knock your brains out. I'll come unglued. Like, oh, I, yeah. I don't know what it is about it that triggers me off or sets me in so, but it makes me matter when there's a group of people around, they whip out them phones and start video. Oh, my God. That's I hate that. Problem with, like, oh, Everybody hate wants that. to get famous by yeah. videotaping something. Like, when I get done getting with that guy, if there's still enough mustard left in me, I'll come at you next. <laughs> yeah, I'll break your phone. Like, yeah, like, you're going to eat that cell phone <laughs> yeah. right there on the spot. That's so, I watched a movie called, uh, what was the name of that movie? Pretty new movie. It's a Tom Hanks movie. He's an old man in the movie. But he's his wife is dead or something like that, and he's wanting to commit suicide so he can go be with his wife. Yeah, a man called something is the name of it. I can't remember. I've seen the previews for it a bunch. Or like, yeah, I can't think of it's it. a pretty good movie. But uh, he decides to go to this train track and just jump in front of a train. Well, in the middle of in between him deciding to kill himself, an old man walks to the edge of this thing and falls accidentally on the train tracks so he jumps down and say that saves you know he's standing there waiting for everybody to do anything and all they're doing is videotaping you know waiting for this old man to get ran over by this train that irks me so bad man everybody wants this viral video you know and stuff like that They're, they're more worried about a viral video than they are helping somebody Oh, they're going to get one. I'm going to put them on the front page of something. Yeah, when I get done. yeah. it'll be me that the, that's on the video if I see you hit a woman. I, I've, I've noticed to the point to where, like, we're seeing a lot of movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't watch them anymore because I'll start, like, last night, for example, you know, my, my girlfriend's cooking dinner and I'm sitting there watching TV. Yeah. And, uh, I forget what it is, but this guy's smacking this kid around, and I just, I just turned it back off. Yeah, and she's like, why? I said, because I'll get myself in a bad mood watching this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'll be so mad that I just want, you yeah. know, I want to be able to be enjoyable. So yeah. I just got to, because I got to, and I think it's another thing, what people take in, you know, like uh, as far as violence, stuff like that. I, oh, yeah. I feel like that's kind of playing a role, but 
I feel like it goes with anything else. If you're weak-minded and you get coursed into that, like you get these people like, uh, you know, they talk about they're going in shooting up school, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're like video games. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. yeah. You know, I feel like, you know, the video game wasn't the problem. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, it may have been, you know, something that was there before. Yeah. You know, and maybe, you know, a video game, you know, doesn't tie some people. I don't, I don't play video well, games. <laughs> that's, I don't either. Never have. But me and, a, me and a, another officer was talking about this very thing this morning. And uh, we was talking about just how much kids are on video games and social media and apps and phones and tablets and computers and games and stuff like that. And they're getting so much dopamine from these games and YouTube and TikTok and all this stuff. They're over. They're so much overly stimulated that normal life is boring to them. Yeah, I can see that. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of do think that it has an effect on them in that way. I don't think a game can make you – well, in some instances, if you're crazy, if you've got a screw loose in your head, I'd say, yeah, it can probably convince you to do something stupid. But what I'm trying to say is that they're – People let these games and tablets and stuff be their babysitters. Yeah. You know, and these kids are so overly stimulated and got a constant hit of dopamine that when they turn the video game or the phone off, they're like, what am I supposed to do now? Oh, yeah. Normal life is so boring. I want to go back to this virtual reality. Yeah. You know, that I'm more comfortable in. I'm more comfortable in this game world than I am my real life you know and more often than not it's it's a violent game or something and it and it's controlling your surroundings it's like you know Jeffrey Dahmer you know he he killed these people because he wanted them to stay with him yeah he didn't want to be left alone and I'm like just wanted to cuddle you you killed him yeah he just wanted that (laughs) hug baby you know just uh, hug the guy yeah like give this man a hug you know (laughs) And, uh, you know, the, the scene in there where he makes the guy watch, he's like, we're going to watch a movie. Man, mm-hmm. I really hope it was a long movie. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like Titanic, you know, yeah, there's going to be two VHSs. Yeah, I'm yeah. Buy some time here. I hope know? this is a three-parter. Yeah, like, <laughs> hope that, you know, let's watch the sequels, you know, Star Wars this, you know, so I can get a plan here to get, you know, get out of the situation. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it was sad, man. Like, you it know, was. these people were just looking for somebody. And, uh. You know, the serial killers kind of the same way. Like, you always think, you know, if they found the right one, maybe this would have stopped. Uh-huh. But I think they were just in such a darkness. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, and it goes just just a violent nature. Oh, yeah. I think there is people that's just naturally a violent person. I, I, that's, you know, I believe that. For all the good people we have in the world, it has to be evil or we wouldn't know what to compare them to. You know? And yeah, that's good. In my yeah. head, you know, that's I used to say point. this when I was in addiction. I was like, you know, I had to be a failure. And you know, somebody be like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, man, I got it worked out. For left, you got right. For up, you got down. Yeah. For somebody to be successful, we had to have somebody to be a failure because we had to have something, you know. Yeah. So I, I've got to be that guy. I thought that was my role in the world. That's pretty deep. And I, yeah, <laughs> like for a guy that stayed up at night at the time, it's pretty slick. I thought, it's you pretty know? slick right there, man. And uh, so, you know, we got these, these good souls and, you know, these dark souls. And, uh, you know, if you. If you sit and watch people enough like I have, like you yeah. can kind of pick up on it, you know, when somebody's just angry mm-hmm. versus when somebody's just evil. And, yeah. Uh, you know, an angry person nine times out of ten has got the best, you know, soul. They're, they're, yeah. You know, but somebody that's just dark and evil just wants the worst for everything. Mm-hmm. You know, they're 
you know, and it, and it comes down to, like I said, when I watched the whole Jeffrey Dahmer thing, I was like, yep, he was an alcoholic. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because some of the weird stuff he done, I was like, that's yeah. something weird an alcoholic would do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, you know, when when you when you take people like me or you or anybody else that is kind of like us in our mindset and angry and like you said, you're like the Hulk, you're mad all the time. It just to what extent that it takes somebody <laughs> to set you off. I don't even know that I'm thinking about it. I don't even really know if I could what, call it anger. Yeah. As much as being passionate. Yeah. about something yeah. you know what i'm saying because i know i'm very passionate about a lot of things yeah. very opinionated about a lot of things and i'll tell you my opinion now it's only an opinion it don't mean i'm right about it it's just the way that i feel about it and i voice my opinions on facebook a lot and i know you've seen some of them and i've seen some of yours and stuff and i'm just like yep i know what he's talking about I spend a lot of time in facebook jail <laughs> but i don't think it's I mean, it's anger, obviously, some of it, but I think a lot of it is just being passionate about how you feel about things. Oh, yeah. Uh, this whole ordeal with uh, uh, Jason Aldean and Tyler Childers <laughs> and stuff like that. I've you had know? so much fun with this. I have, too. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not a country music guy. I'm more of a metalhead. But uh, people are making all these posts about, oh, I can't believe that Tyler Childers come out and did this, and I can't believe I'm like, okay, why can't you believe that? Yeah, you like, don't know the dude. Yeah. He's been a long time liberal. He's not, uh, you know, from what I know and have read, he's always supported that side of the of the railroad tracks, yeah. you know. So why are you surprised that he's coming out with this? And then you find out that the guy that wrote the music video for that for that song is married to a man, and he's a long-time LGBTQ elemental P advocate. When you posted the picture of the guy that wrote it, I was like, that makes sense. Like, <laughs> yeah. That looks like a guy that would do that. Uh-huh, yeah. And, uh, you know, moving to Lexington, like, from southeastern Kentucky, you know, yeah. I've met a lot of interesting people. Oh, I'd say. And, uh, you know, like, my, my neighbors, for example, <clears throat> they, uh, they're they they're gay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they crack up because, you know, here's my big southeastern tattooed, right, you, know, right. you know, my, my background and everything <laughs> yeah, else. Yeah. And they they think, you know, I'm going to be some type of way. And I told them, I said, man, here's how I feel about all this. Mm-hmm. What you do at your house, as long as it don't come into my house, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. They're some of the nicest people I've ever met. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things, I would rather somebody be gay than be a child molester. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'll take that all day long. Absolutely. <laughs> I put that on somebody's uh, yeah. status the other day. He's talking about all this. Yeah. And uh, I got I got reported. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then I got back on there, and I was like, well, whoever report that? You know, and I told them where they could go and what they could do with it. And they reported me again. So oh, now yeah. I'm, I'm banned for a minute. And wow. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in tension. That's that's that's. Really true. I'd rather you be gay all day long than be a child molester. Because, you know, nine times out of ten, there, there's something like I celebrated three years the other day being sober and they yeah. got me a cake. And I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, I just like when I leave Lexington, you know, here in the next short bit, mm-hmm. when I miss these people, you know, I've, I've oh, yeah. made a connection and, yeah. uh, you know, talking to them and stuff, they, they, you know, they ain't out here doing, you know, anything in front of me or making it weird, mm-hmm. you know. 
And, uh, you know, coming out of Jackson County, it's like, you know, how many gay people do you know? I said, if you were gay in Jackson County, you kept it to yourself. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, know? yeah, you did. You did. And, uh, I said, but you know what? I said, I, I don't care. I said, I don't see race. I don't see that stuff. I don't mm-hmm. I care less. You know, that's a, that's a stigma that goes along with living in a small community oh, yeah. like this. If uh, You're automatically racist. You automatically hate homosexuals. You automatically this, that, and the other. Yeah. I, some of the nicest people I know are gay. Oh, yeah, yeah. They really are. And... But the difference for me is when when it becomes too much for me is when you try to f- push it on me. Yeah. Your beliefs, your way of life, and stuff like that. What, just like you, what you said, what you do behind closed doors, I do not care what you do. I don't care about it. It's not, I have no opinion over it. Yeah. Uh, but don't try to make me accept your beliefs and how you believe, you know, I can be as nice to you as I can, the straightest person in the world, but I'm not going to condone it or anything like that, you know. Yeah, it's just it's one of those don't cram that crap down my throat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't don't push it on me. I love. There's an interview with this old man, and he's like, "You can do whatever you want, just don't come in here cramming it down my throat." Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. man, you know, this eighty, you know, eighty year old self can say that. I can live yeah. with that too, you know. And uh, I think it all goes back to you know. Like these, these serial killers of darkness in the world is all stewing from some kind of weird hate that's flowing it around. Is. But yeah. it's like a secret hate, and I don't like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? It's like, yeah. if you hate me, hate me with your chest. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Let me know. Let, let, let's voice that out there. <laughs> yeah. Don't high-five me. You know, yeah. Flip me off. Let me know where we're at. Yeah. So let's really get into it. I would really like <laughs> to find somebody that disagrees with everything I say. And probably hates my guts and have them sitting right there beside you talking to me. Exactly. In this podcast. I love that. It's not that I'm going to belittle them or make fun of what they think. I just enjoy a good debate. I do too. I really do. Let's tell me what you believe and why you believe it, and then I'll tell you why I am the way I am. And and the great thing about it is we both can be wrong. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. Like, you know, we can both be right. Mm -hmm. You know, as long as we feel, you know, when it, it's when it becomes a you got to prove that you're right for other people to see. Yeah, things when it gets you know that, that's when yeah. you're just measuring you know. There's people out there with each other. <laughs> <laughs> There's people out there right now that I completely am against everything they stand for. Yeah, I don't hate them. I don't have. To, I'm not going to hate you because of what you think. I'm not going to agree with you, but I'm not going to hate you. You know, people think that oh he uh, Potter likes guns and tattoos and uh heavy metal music i gotta hate him because of that no you don't you just just don't like what i am into you don't have to hate me over it yeah now i'm not worried if you do hate me but uh that's just the way people think nowadays i gotta hate that person because they believe different than i do what i love is there's people that hate me that (laughs) never actually met me and i think that's the greatest thing on earth you truly (laughs) hate a person you've never met yeah yeah and uh you know, I, it's been years ago, but uh, I mean, this guy was sitting there talking, and uh, he was talking about beating up my best friend. And anybody that knowed me, if you've seen one, you've seen both of us. Yeah. He's like, man, I just hate that guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and his buddy, too. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, does this guy not know who I am? Yeah. <laughs> and he starts talking about hating me uh-huh. and like how he's going to whoop me, and he's talking to me. Wow. <laughs> and finally, I'm like, man, I'll tell you what catch them out back somewhere and just you know i'm starting to agging on a little bit yeah. i'm like man my name's caleb what's up <laughs> and this dude just goes pale oh and yeah i'm like i'm like no man keep it going like we had a good thing going here yeah yeah and, uh, he's like man you're messed up and i'm like yeah i know <laughs> i'm like I'm, I'm a dark person <laughs> and it, it's just one of those things like it amazes me to hate somebody you don't know 
anybody. It is. It's my, unreal. I try not to hate much, but if you were in that class five of hate that I have for somebody, mm-hmm. you, there's a reason. You know, I, oh, yeah. I know you on a personal level. You know, I know you enough to hate you. you yeah, know? yeah. And uh, yeah. to hate somebody you don't know what they look like, yeah. that's impressive. That, like, that's that a, is something. You've you <laughs> really done something like, impressive right there. And I, I think it's, you know, when you got it confused, like you said, you know, it's okay to not like somebody. Yeah. But yeah. when you hate them and don't know them, like. That's just ignorance. Why not just not like them? You know, yeah. like. <laughs> There's a choice there. Yeah, I don't like a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I know the older I get, the yeah. list is growing ever so oh, strong. it grows every day. I added two people to it yesterday. <laughs> and, and it's like I told that guy, you know, I'm like, man, get to know me before you hate me. Yeah. There, there might be more qualities you can hate. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was fixing to say. You might actually find a good reason to hate yeah, me. <laughs> I, I will, I've, I've got it within me, you know. <laughs> got a lot of features you yeah. might not like. like i've got there's so much more i'm like a, i'm like blooming onion man yeah, like, there's yeah. just so much more i got to give that you're gonna hate yeah and there's uh, layers to me yeah and you'll I'm, hate every one of them Shrek said it best you know yeah. and uh you know there's a lot of people out there and when they say they hate me they probably got a very fair reason they probably oh, yeah, cross me paths too. with me me too i know yeah. that i've that there's people out there that hate me for good reason. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I support them, you know, but, when they hate me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to apologize yeah. because whatever I probably pissed you off about, I feel like I'm right about. I'll probably piss you off tomorrow with it, too. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll still be behind that. You yeah. Know? I know I've made some people mad on this podcast, but you know what? You know, I, I can't apologize because, I, to my knowledge, as far as I – I know I wouldn't – me and Beefy, when Beefy was on the podcast, he's, you know, not going to be part of it anymore, sadly. But we we promised to always be real on here. Oh, yeah. And always be honest and talk about things we probably didn't want to talk about. And we have talked about things that we don't want to talk about on here. But, you know, uh, anything that, you hate, that somebody hates me over, I feel like that I was justified in saying it or right and felt the right way about it so i'm not gonna apologize for it exactly that's part of the reason and that in itself is probably a reason for somebody to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> i just wish more people would be upfront and honest yeah. and not worry about somebody's feelings and th- and that's one thing i've tried to work on since getting sober so i met this guy he was fake as he could be, man. And yeah. you know, I won't put his name out there or nothing, but I just didn't like the guy. Mm-hmm. And then the moment came where I didn't have to deal with that guy no more. And finally, he was saying something to me one day, and I said, bud, I said, here, let's just break it down. Yeah. I said, I don't like you on a personal level. <laughs> I said, That's awesome. I, I, I said, I'm just going to keep it real. I said, it's been killing me. Yeah. And I said, it's really taking my peace and serenity. Yeah. I said, but I wouldn't ever hang out with you. Mm-hmm. I think you're fake. Yeah. And if we could just not talk anymore, that that would really I, I guarantee you said it to him just like that oh, yeah. too. Like I've tried to like say it in a nice tone, but it's really yeah. not because when you're about to hurt somebody's feelings, they get all like, you know, like yeah. standoffish. Yeah. And he's just like, Man, uh, uh, and he starts stuttering. I'm like, No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. No words need to be said. We're good. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Like I just if you never need anything life threatening, you're uh-huh. not gonna help, give me a shout. Yeah. But if you need to talk to somebody, probably shouldn't call me. Yeah, I was like, Cause there's just, nothing wrong with <laughs> yeah, that. Though. I think that's how we should all handle it. You know, like, I absolutely do too. There's people at my job that I wouldn't give the time of day for. Oh yeah, and they know it. I've <laughs> I have actually went up to people and they've passed me and spoke, and I'm like, don't speak to me. Why are you talking? Yeah, to me? Let's let's not do this. Let's let's not go there because it's not going to end well. I'm going to end up hurting your feelings. Oh yeah. And, you know, I've told them, I said, just, man, we don't 
jive like that, <laughs> you know. Just don't bother about thinking you have to speak to me ever again. <laughs> if I'm laying up bleeding, just yeah. know it's okay to walk on by. Like, yeah. I'm going to get yeah. back up. <laughs> and, I, and, you know, and that guy looked at me and he's like, man, you know, I, I didn't know. I'm like, how'd you not know, though? Like, when you yeah. talked to me, it was very short. Uh-huh. You see me joking over here. And then when you came up, I was like, eh. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, gave them the tone. Yeah, you know, like it's like it's time, you know, not to talk to me, but you can talk yeah. to you know, these other people. And people's like, how could you be that way? How could you not be that way? The world would make so much more sense if everybody just knew where we were at. Well, you know what? The people in my life and in my my job that do like me tell me pretty often they like me and respect me because they know where they stand with me. Yeah, you know, they know that I'm going to tell them what I think and the truth. No matter what. So there's a lot of people, and I'm not saying I'm the only one. The people that I like in my life, both personally and professionally, are the same way oh, yeah. as me. Very blunt, very direct people. Uh, uh, so I'm not nothing special. I'm just saying that the people that like me in my life like me because I am the way I am. Exactly. You know what I mean? If I If they tell me, hey, you know. Uh, what do you think about this? I'm like, well, that's stupid. Why would you do that, you idiot? I'm like, okay, all right. Maybe I shouldn't do that anymore. And I've tried to be that person. Like in sobriety, you know, we all kind of click together, you know, like, you know, sponsorship. You know, I've got mm-hmm. sponsees, and they ask me stuff, and they've learned. Like, you know, the first week real sponsees fun because yeah. they don't really know where I'm at. Mm-hmm. By the end of it, they really choose what they ask me my opinion <laughs> yeah. on yeah. because when I say it, they're like, oh, uh-huh. okay. I'm like, you're being stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Have you yeah. ever uh, had somebody just talking to you in general conversation and you say something that they think is so amazingly inappropriate? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just, it's normal conversation for you. Uh, and you're like, what did I say? Yeah. Like, I had to, like, I'm like looking at the sheer shock of, like, look yeah. on their face of terror. And I'm like, well, what? It's just <laughs> like you slapped them right in the face or something. Oh, yeah. And I've noticed when people like people ask your opinion, they, they really don't want to know your opinion. No, they just want to hear don't. you say what they want yes. in a loving tone. And I'm uh-huh. not the guy. I ain't no. really Wonka. You know, I ain't sugarcoat nothing. There was a guy that put in for a job one time that he wanted, and uh, this guy was uh, sucking up every chance he got to get this job, and uh, he was uh, bringing in like coffee and stuff for people and just sticking his nose up every every butthole there <laughs> the old rumpus snorter. yeah and uh he told me he would come up to me one day he's like you think i'll get that job and i'm like yeah i guarantee you'll get it <laughs> and he's like really he got real excited you know and I'm like you really think i'll get it i was like dude if you don't get it i don't know who would and he's like well what makes you so sure and i'm like because you walked around with you walked around here for three months with your head up every person's hind end that <laughs> that could help you get that job <laughs> and he's like well almighty potter what why you gotta be so mean about it i'm like dude that's i'm calling it like i see it just calling it on the field bud. yeah and you know that uh that kind of ended a friendship just me being honest i and i was laughing with yeah. him kind of giggling as i said it you know but he couldn't take it <laughs> I love that moment, though. They realize that it's went from a compliment to harsh truth. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's a little switch that goes on. Yeah, like you can see the demeanor in the conversation. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah. I've, I've always carried a little crazy with me for that stuff. Like, I, oh, yeah. you know, like a, somebody threatened me one time. Mm-hmm. And they've done it in a low tone. And I'm, you know, everybody knew me back in the day. I was a little, I was a little ready to go at all times. Right, right. And uh, 
They said, well, well what if I burnt your house down? Ooh. Like whispered it. I yeah. said, well, I'll help you get the kindling together. I said, see, a good threat. you got to have bass. <laughs> yeah. you got to say it loud and proud with your whole chest. What yeah. if I burn your house down? Yeah, said, yeah. See how that kind of – I said, try it again. And they were <laughs> oh, just yeah. horrified. They were like, oh, I said, say it louder. Yeah. Like, you know, say it again what you said. And they were like, uh, I, I don't want to say it. I said, no, 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 no. I said, you wanted to. I said, you just don't want to now. <laughs> I said, if you, you know, I got hear you. Yeah, yeah. And I said, but I'll help you get the firewood together if you think you got it in you to go. Uh-huh. I said, we'll take my truck. Oh yeah, we're still good friends. That's <laughs> like good. after that, like, that's it, awesome. You know, they were like, man, he's nuts. Yeah. Like, well, ever you know, it's good to have somebody backing you. That's a, got a little crazy to them. Oh yeah, yeah. I was Especially always people calling. You know. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Donnie, you know, he'd mention fight, and I'd, I'd, you know, wreck the truck trying to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got in a fight one night, and I actually hit somebody that was on our side when I got oh, out of the yeah. truck. I had to like pat them on the back, and I'm like, you know, breathe through your nose, bud. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, whose side are we doing here? And they were like, we're not fighting with that guy. And I was yeah. like, no, 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 no. I was like, that was a fluke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I think it, you know, that kind of always trailed me, you know, a little bit. You know, it was he's like, Brown, you know, he can't fight good, but he's crazier than a loon. Oh yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah. It's hard <laughs> to do anything with crazy. Oh yeah, you can't hurt it. It's too stupid <laughs> yeah. to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. This world's jacked up. It, it's 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 really messed up. And, and I, I, I look at it, man, and it, it makes me sad. Like you know, I look, I got these uh these videos I go to, and that's when I know I'm getting older. Like I turn 31 next month. Oh yeah. And it's like these uh Astonda videos or whatever, and uh-huh. it's like you know old school McDonald's from the 90s, yeah. and I have to watch them to bring myself back down. Yeah. And I'm like I just miss the old days, you know. Yeah. Like I don't know if I like where everything's headed, and uh, yeah, like I just. I don't know, like I wish all the phones would die just randomly. Mm. I wish all cell phones would just shut off. I yeah. say that as I look down at mine, but <laughs> yeah, I'm same way. And uh, it's I just I'd like to see the world step back a little bit. And uh, well, that's funny you say that. You know, I I loved the '80s and '90s and stuff like that. And I'm just sitting there. I was thinking this last night at work. I'm like, you know, we could like go back in time. Not time travel, yeah. but I'm saying us as a society could make things the way it was back then. Oh, yeah. That's that's kind of, I mean, I know we never would because everybody's so obsessed with technology and the way the world is now, but I'm just, time was so much better back then. Uh, the serial killers was cooler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they were, they were top notch. Yeah, you know? they were like, top of the line serial killers back then. You know, you never hear the Boston Strangler or yeah. you know, Jack the Ripper. No, it's always like Ted. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Ted Bundy. He sounds like he's going to sell you a car. Uh-huh, yeah. But, you know, they say he was one of the most smooth-talking serial killers. Oh, most charismatic person. And I've, smart. I've read a lot about that guy and watched a lot of videos. He was like... Into politics, yeah. And, like really deep into politics. Made some, I had some pretty big contacts in the political world and stuff. But and man. another one that got me was a co-ed killer. You know, uh, co-ed killer. He uh, he would drive around and give these girls rides, and then you know kill them on this college campus. He, oh, yeah? he killed his mom at, at some point. Like he was out there. Wow. And uh, he was a big guy. He was like six two, six three. Yeah. And uh, he would hang out at this bar and, and wanted to be a cop, but couldn't pass the physical stuff. Uh-huh. And uh, he he was so open. Like, there's this, this TV show called Mind Hunters. I don't know if you've seen that on Netflix. I haven't seen that. It's worth the watch. It's how the FBI started, you know, trying to do the criminal, you know, like thinking patterns. So mm-hmm. they interviewed, like, it's about the, it's a big, based on a true story. Yeah. They interviewed, like, Manson, all these serial killers to see what was the, what started, if they could get in their heads. Yeah. 
and uh, they interviewed him, and he was the most talkative of any of them. Oh like, yeah, they've got hours and hours of video, you know, talking to this guy. Yeah, and uh, you know, he he said when I first started, you know, to get <clears> practice, <throat> I would drive around and pick up people and take them somewhere to like where they wanted to actually go, and I wouldn't kill them. He said I was trying to figure out how I wanted to do it. Wow. And I was just like, man, this <laughs> guy crazy. Was like so open about this. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like he was just like leading, like, I mean, it, it's just wild talking to him. Mm-hmm. And he was this big, gentle, giant looking guy. Like you wouldn't ever think nothing of him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, after watching that, I was like, man, that, that dude right there, like he, they got a lot of their insight from him mm-hmm. and how they go about stuff like that nowadays. And I was just like, man, this is insane. Yeah, that like, is. Like he was just so... You know, like willing to help them, but he he was one of those people, and you get those people in the world that you know, uh, you know, we just talked about one little crack sniffer, yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, he just wanted to be a cop so bad that he was willing to help them understand him, and I was oh, like, okay. man, that is this is a weird twist on this. <clears throat> that is something that's I feel, crazy. I feel like he probably got pizza or you know a little something extra. In jail. Oh yeah, I'd say he did. He got some. Uh some uh, gifts I'm oh, yeah. sure. <laughs> sure they uh you know he smoked marlboros while he was talking oh yeah yeah, yeah. that guy's a pair of e-cigs <laughs> i guess the 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 point that uh, anybody needs to just kind of get out out of this last little bit of conversation is just because somebody's real <laughs> harsh and direct on you don't mean they're necessarily a dick <laughs> oh yeah yeah for sure for sure <laughs> they're just passionate I know this, and I'm not bragging or anything because I know that I'm not by far the only person like this, but <laughs> because I am the way I am and so passionate about things, I can be the best friend you ever have in your life. That's it. I really can, but don't do me wrong. Oh, yeah. I, I'll never forget. There are kids that broke my crowns in third grade that I still think about. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need me is what you do. <laughs> oh, your starter's out. Yeah, Sounds yeah. like you need a mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just, I, that's one thing I try to work on is not hold a grudge, but at the same time, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a challenge. You oh, know? I, I hold a grudge. I, I know it's not good too, but it, I admit it. Keeps it keeps me going. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it kind of gives me something to strive for. Because I'll never forget that. You know, like yeah. uh, it's just a, it's a bad taste in your mouth. Mm-hmm. It's like I, you know, I've loaned people money that I can't get a hold of now, and I like that. I paid them to leave. <laughs> I didn't oh yeah, that's as good. I made an investment, <laughs> <laughs> and it worked. It worked out wonderful. And a lot of people off. made that investment in me back then. Yeah, yeah. Like, Man, I'll give you twenty bucks just to not show up here no more. And I'm like, right. sold. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. And uh, but you know, given my past, you know, well, I yeah, probably I mean, well spent money. <laughs> I don't blame anybody for any kind of way they feel about me. You know, they probably got a good reason. Oh yeah, in their own way. You and know, if I, they don't, I'd like to help them. Well, I'd yeah. like to help them find that sole come, reason. Come on, what's up, world? We'll talk about it. We'll hash it out. And you may hate me even worse when you leave. <laughs> Okay, buddy, this has been fun. This yeah. has been a real easy conversation right here. I'm going to have to have you back. Oh, I love it. Phil. I love it. We need to, you know, get a group in here. Hey, Mix yeah. it up a little bit. Yeah, we'll have, I've, I've got, the, you know, the room's grown, and it's going to grow even more. So, heck, yeah. Hey, like I said, man, you, you're putting Bob and Tom to shame with a setup here. Man, I appreciate you. it. I'm proud of it. I, I've got some more to do to it, some, some more things I'm going to add to it. I'm like, going to change the decoration i'm keeping my lamp that stacy faulkner built for me that's the centerpiece that's the coolest like that's right up there with the leg lamp yes that is legendary yeah. right there that uh, will always be here and yeah like that's uh the another lamp i seen somebody make one time was out of a distributor 
out of an old oh, car, yeah. and I thought that was the coolest thing ever. And then I seen that lamp, and I was like, you yeah. know what? Mm-hmm. The hell with that lamp. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I got the cooler lamp. Huh? Yeah. You won that round. <laughs> yeah, Stacy's the man, man. He, uh, Like I told him when he was on here, he's probably the most mentioned guest on this podcast. <laughs> Everybody talks about that lamp, but it is pretty cool. I'm proud of that like lamp. The, the Facebook post, you know, from the What's Up World Facebook, mm. Doesn't do the room justice. Well, I appreciate I mean, it. It's just it's off the chain. I, I like it. I, I appreciate that, buddy. I've uh, put a lot of put a lot of work into it and stuff. I'm pretty proud of it. But anyway, yeah, we'll get you back on here. Hopefully, fill every seat next time with some people, and uh, we'll we'll talk for hours. I love it. I All love right, it. I appreciate you, Caleb. We'll appreciate have you, you back, man. Have a good one, everybody.